The Not Watching Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by Ian Bruce and John Marson. Are we going to talk about the strain? Bit of an update on the strain because I think we're all still watching it. Or I know no. you might have flagged a bit with it, Ian. I, I gave up when the. <clears throat> Let's talk about the strain. Um, I think episode four was the one that I stopped at because there was a girl who was supposed to be British, and the British audio was not syncing with what her, her lips were doing. She's definitely British, that girl. Is she? Yeah. yeah, because I know I said to you, don't wow. worry, she's only in that episode, uh, she comes back. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if she's dubbed her own stuff, but it just looks shit, and I found it really off-putting. Um, you might have, I don't know, uh, don't might have say that. had a problem with your TV. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps somehow um, these things got out of sync, the sound and the video. Perhaps, but the rest of it was fine. So it just, it really, I, yeah. However, you said, Rob, that she's only in it for that bit and hasn't been in it again. Is that right? Well, or is- uh, <laughs> it then got to episode eight, which was uh, a bit of a bottle episode, but in the best possible way in that it, they were all in a gas station uh, surrounded by vamps. Uh, oh, okay. So uh, it was all a bit like the mist sort of thing. Um, yeah. So okay. best. So yeah, like I think I tweeted uh, if if they're going to do bottle episodes like that, then more of that, please. Um, but yeah, so yeah, and through it's like the most convoluted setup. But that's when she turns up again, and so. Uh, uh, okay. So if I do five, and six, and seven, I'll be all right. Yeah, and I'd just say yeah, because what was that the only problem you had with it until then? Yeah, I was really enjoying it. It's really trashy, but I liked how it all worked. Um, I like the lore and stuff. Yeah, sorry to for any new listeners. Uh, the strain is uh, about to start in the UK uh, on. I'm not sure what network it is. I think it's Watch um, on Freeview, and uh, it's a Guillermo del Toro uh, book um, that's been recently made into a show by FX and. <coughs> They're start, starting over here soon, but yeah, it's it's a very uh, realistic take on the vampire genre. It goes back to like Nazi Germany, and the majority of it takes part in New York City, and they treat it very much like an epidemic, uh, slowly turning into a kind of post-apocalyptic Walking Dead scenario. We're like, but we're witnessing it happening, sort of thing. So, yeah. Could you also describe what a bottle episode is? Because I've googled it now, and it, but I just, if you wouldn't mind. A bottle episode is what a lot of shows use when they've got like a 13 episode run or so. They'll quite often uh, make an episode that is very limited in terms of locations and cast uh, when... uh, There's no no development in the main plot points. uh, Well, it could be, uh, but it's essentially to save money when they want to spend money on 
bigger you know when they want to spend more money on one episode like maybe the pilot or the finale they'll quite often pepper these bottle episodes there's normally only like one a season maybe two uh, a, b- a very good example of a bottle episode would be the fly yep. in uh, season three or four of breaking bad where it's all set in the lab and it's only got jesse and uh walter in it and a fly <laughs> So, yeah, that's a good example. That's uh, that's a controversial example. I know a lot of people hate that episode, but I I fucking love it. It was excellent. Honest. Love that. Because you say nothing happens. Fucking hell, nothing happens. It's so dramatic the whole time. Yeah. He's he's like, you're waiting for him to say something to Jesse about Jane or something. And it's like, no, you know, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of the ones directed by um, Matey, who's going to be working on star wars so there you go jj abrams no uh <laughs> the guy who be pause yeah <laughs> guy who did looper uh ryan johnson ryan johnson yeah yeah so that's that so uh i don't know as far as so you haven't kept up with the strain so we can't really talk about it too much um sorry but we don't want to spoil it too much anyway, but I just, I'm, I'm still really enjoying it. If you um, want to talk about it, I can take my headphones out. And if you want to start waving when you're done. Well, I don't really want to go into spoilers. We can do a big spoilery thing when it finishes. Okay. Did you want to say anything about it, John? Oh, it's difficult, isn't it? Because the good things about it are just no way you can talk about them without spoiling it. Well, that's it. I mean, maybe we could, if we, if we, we could do it, but we'd have to, do it at the end yeah let's yeah. wait until it finishes then do a big spoiler fest yeah but suffice it to say it's still holding my interest even though some of the uh plot contrivances have been very contrived <laughs> uh, to say the least in the last couple of episodes um i'm still hanging in there i mean yes yeah, there's not much longer to go but yeah uh with us being privileged, we've nearly seen it all, but it's only about to start over here. So there you go. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's move on into the Nick. I'm beginning to think you were not told everything about me. You envisioned something different. I take it something lighter. I did. And to be frank, Dr. Edwards, I only agreed to this meeting as a courtesy to Miss Robertson, but I am certainly not interested in an integrated hospital staff. My skin color shouldn't matter. Well, if it doesn't matter, then why was that information held back from me? You'll have to ask Miss Robertson. It's also nowhere to be found on your credentials. Is your race listed on yours? There's no need for it to be. I grant that your background is impressive, and I'm sure there are many Negro infirmaries that will benefit from your talents. You're but this here. hospital, this is where I'd like to be. If you would just give me a chance. In London and in Paris, I was treated as an equal, and I have this no doubt... This is New that- York. This is not London or Paris. You can only run away and join the circus if the circus wants you. I don't want you in my circus. Uh, have you seen any of this, Ian? I haven't, no. <clears throat> I have been remiss in my TV viewing, I'm afraid. That's all right. Uh, well, me and John have been watching it. Uh, they've only... Aired the first three episodes. Oh no, I think it's four. Four now, yeah. I haven't seen the. Have you seen the fourth? I have, yeah. I haven't seen the fourth, so we won't go there yet. Um, but uh, this is uh, a move, a 
show set up by Steven Soderbergh. He's actually directed all of it, all 10 episodes. It's showing on Cinemax, same network that brought you Banshee. And uh, it stars Clive Owen as a uh, practitioner of medicine in the early 1900s in the in New York's Knickerbocker Hospital. And what I what I love about this show is um, it's got a very contemporary soundtrack, which is cool. So kind of it makes the period setting a little more perhaps palatable to more mainstream audiences of which I consider myself <coughs> to an extent. Um but quite aside from that, um, it's all very matter of fact. The fact that these doctors back then were almost blacksmiths as well. They'd be because it, th- th- it's like set in the pioneering days of medicine where, you know, they in like the, the pilot, he's like banging away on this forge, creating this strange implement that will later be used to sort of separate this guy's intestines. Um the pilot actually opens with like a botched C-section. Um, yeah. It's set in the days where the, their strategy for, for doing these complex medical procedures <laughs> was to just fucking do it quickly before they bleed out and die. Um, <laughs> and they, they really don't shy away from showing you every little detail of it. It's I've cringed multiple times. I've watched the pilot twice. Second time was with you, John, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and uh yeah it still made me howl like a baby like some of it i was like oh no it was just so grim uh grimmer than some of the horror shit i watch um it's all very experimental the surgery isn't it it's kind of like well we've heard that perhaps if we try this it yeah it might work or the patient will die well they're gonna die anyway so we might as well give it a go it's kind of the attitude isn't it yeah and uh it's also because um it's kind of set at the time it is uh, basically at the turn of the 20th century. Um, there's also a lot of racism. Uh, like they recommended this doctor. He comes in, he's black. They're like not interested. And he's so brutal about it. He's like, I'm not going to work with someone who like none of the patients will want to be seen by him. Um, even though he's completely qualified and stuff, It's it deals with all that. Um, it also deals with like, um, like right it's almost uh i don't want i don't want to spoil too much basically at the end of the episode they get electricity installed at the end of the pilot and it's like the lights turn on and it's such an awesome metaphor like it's like and then the lights went on you know it's it's very cool Uh, i also like the fact that they um the operating theatre, It's it shows you why it was called an operating, operating theatre. It's because it was an actual yeah. theatre with stalls of seats and people would come That's in to right. watch these guys work um, you know, and heckle them and stuff like that. It's quite, quite interesting. Yeah, they do a good job of like touching on all the little things of the period in a similar way to like Mad Men does. When you're like, what? Like, basically, like, there's a woman there who's come in, told she's going to get, she's got a terminal disease. And then uh, the daughter is translating. And then she sort of then says, but I have to go now because I'll be late for my shift. You know, it's like, it's all weird stuff like that. Um, There's a couple of quite, uh, there's some comedy relief in the form of these two Irish uh, ambulance drivers who are quite funny, who basically go around with baseball bats because uh, there's other ambulance men that they might have to deal with 
on the course of their travels because it's all like about getting the bo- bodies yeah. in. Yeah, because that's how they make their money is by uh, getting these bodies into the hospitals and stuff. Like fire um, engines used to be. Yeah, it's that same. It, it, yeah, it's that same thing. Um, also, there's another. There's like uh, the kind of gangster element they touch upon as well. Um, like one of the sort of directors of the hospital is kind of embroiled in that sort of seedy. You know, he's got some gambling debts and stuff, and so it goes into that a bit. But yeah, I think it's a pretty solid show to be honest. Uh, it's not really done much to offend me in the slightest in the first three episodes. There's some pretty shocking stuff in each one. Um, they go into like syphilis and the kind of unfortunate effects of that. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. But like, yeah, I'm, tr- I'm tiptoeing around that, but uh, I don't want to spoil it too much. <laughs> I think I've already said too much, but it's got, it's got an 8.4 on IMDb. Uh, and, uh, I think, I think it could yeah, really go ten- somewhere. They're still setting it up, really, aren't they? Four episodes in, it could it could yeah. become something really special. I think. Well, a lot of people have said it's like a period version of House, which I know you liked very much, Ian. Uh, fantastic television, yeah, really, really good. It was really dry. So, is uh, is the lead guy? How how is he played? How is he? What Clive Owen? Yeah, deadpan as hell. He's kind. Right. Yeah, he's really deadpan, uh, and he's got some very flowery dialogue in places. Um, but yeah, there's also quite a lot of drug abuse in in, in it, and uh, that okay. goes to some fairly strong places, even in the pilot, <laughs> which was brilliant. Just really, really entertaining the way that's handled. Um, if I'm gonna, I'm gonna just tell people about that bit because fuck it. But he's. <laughs> Spoilers. It, yeah, it's massive spoilers. He's uh, he's laid up in bed because he, he's got a, a strong cocaine habit and a nurse comes around to fetch him because they need him in the operating theatre. He's like, basically says, nurse, if if I'm going to operate, um, I'm going to need some cocaine first. You're going to have to inject me with this coke. And she's like, well, all your veins are collapsed. What do I do? And he's like, there's a vein down here that's not collapsed, darling, and whips his cock out. And uh, <laughs> she has to inject him in the cock. <laughs> Uh, and, yeah. then, and then his hands stop shaking and he's all right. He's all right to surgery. Yeah, surgery the next thing you people. see him, he's in surgery. He's like, bang, right, ready so, to go. Right, guys, let's get this going. Scrub in, doctor. But yeah, they're like really highly strung. They're they're right at the uh, cusp of, of, of you know, they're pioneers. Um, no one's ever done any of the stuff they're doing before. Um, and so it makes it really exciting, you know, that these guys don't really know what they're doing. They've kind of got an idea and... Um, it could all go horribly wrong, um, and it quite often does. You know, right in the in the very first episode, it all does go horribly wrong. Yeah, but... several people die in each episode. Yeah, it's really quite grim, but uh, it's cool. It raises the stakes. It it you know it adds it adds a level of drama to the the operations and stuff that they do. Um, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of other things going on as well. It's 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 really really quality TV, definitely. I concur. Definitely give it a go, in. I, I really think you'd, okay. you'd enjoy it. Um, okay, I, I've recently caught up on uh, House of Cards. Okay, so why are you here, Miss Barnes? I need somebody I can talk to. We're talking. Tell me what we're talking about. I protect your identity. I print whatever you tell me, and I'll never ask any questions. And what makes you think I don't already have such an arrangement with one of your colleagues? Because if you did, you wouldn't have let me through the door. 
I've led a very long, very successful career avoiding this sort of intrigue with the press. I can't see any advantage in starting now. But is there any disadvantage? Sloppiness, for one. I promise you, absolute discretion. So we're talking about trust. Use whatever word you like. Words matter very much, Miss Barnes. You should care more about them, given your profession. Then yes, your trust. So which Zoe Barnes am I to trust? The one who wrote about the fireman that married the meter maid? Or the one who authored a very fine article on a new jogging path in Rock Creek Park? Don't be flattered, I read everything. I'm better than what they have me doing. You know what that feels like. Do I? You'd have made a great Secretary of State. I'm almost at the end of season two now. Um, I've really enjoyed that so far. Uh, Kevin Spacey is as brilliant as everyone said he was. Um, I get a little bit confused with some of the actual mechanics of the plot sometimes, but ultimately when it gets down to them two, him and his wife, and all the kind of uh, things that they've kind of brought upon themselves as it were and the things that they've got going on it's it's pretty cool uh have you watched any of this ian or is it i haven't i i, I watched the first one and just thought i i can't be asked i really just can't be asked yeah um, i felt i felt a little like that uh to be honest but i've stuck with it and uh it, it it's 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 been pretty pretty good um it's definitely had a few moments uh, to basically set this up. I think we've spoken about this show before, but it's uh, yeah, yeah. Kevin Spacey's playing uh, Frank Underwood, who I didn't realize I didn't realize the significance of the initials of his name until the opening of season two. Oh yeah, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, um, and uh, I feel like they they did the whole first season without actually like sort of ramming that home and they must have gone oh we've got to get this out of the way this joke's you know we've Mm -hmm. it's probably been a running joke they you know they've got to get it out there but anyway um yeah he's basically uh a congressman and it's all about him trying the first season is all about him trying to basically become the vice president and uh worming his way into that position and uh the second season sort of just carries on like in the same sort of way uh the stakes are slightly raised as you'd hope. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a really, really well put together show. It's really well written. I think the last episode I watched of it was directed by Jodie Foster, which was kind <laughs> of random. But, cool. uh, That's good. Yeah. It's definitely, uh, you know, a lot of people gravitating towards it. There's, uh, there's a, been a few character swap arounds in, uh, the second season. We've had, um, I think it's Molly Parker. She's who used to, you might recognize from Deadwood and a few other things that have been on HBO. She's basically uh, taking Kevin Spacey's character's job and uh, she's ex-military. So she's seen a lot of death and been responsible for a lot of death. So um, that she's a quite an interesting character to have. Um yeah, it's just really well put together. Definitely recommend it. It's definitely worth sticking with. I'm looking forward to more. Uh, I'm sure, yes, season three has been renewed. So I guess we'll see that early next year as season two came out February this year. So, yeah, it's not too long until there's more of that. Mm. It's 
also definitely been a shot in the arm for Robin Wright's career because she's been, I've noticed her showing up on a few more billboards and buses and stuff lately. Yeah. She's been in a few, I think she's, yeah, it's really kicking off for her because she, she, she had a few kind of notable roles back in the eighties in like Princess Bride and Forrest Gump and stuff, but she's not really done a lot since that. It's nice when you see a, a, a little revival for an actor or actress like that, isn't it? Oh, definitely. It's yeah. usually after Tarantino's dragged him into something. But <laughs> 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 with TV yeah, well, opening up so much and everybody making so many TV shows, uh, we'll probably see a lot more of it now. Yes. Old names. Well, I guess we have Netflix to thank yeah. in, uh, in this case. Another show uh, I saw on Netflix uh, is um, Orphan Black. Okay, define orphan, Sarah. Orphan, orphanage. So you don't know your birth parents? No, I was fostered out and legally adopted and I came here. When? Adopted like eight, came here around 12. Heartbreaking. Can we get back to Beth, please? Suicide? I don't accept that. This one's some kind of lowlife grifter. How do we know she didn't push her? Oi! I already told you, I didn't want to be her. I got stuck, I was running for my own shit. I can only imagine. Allison, I'm very sorry about Beth. Okay, but she was losing it, like, clinically. She was a cop. She had tools, if she couldn't cope, then I mean... (laughs) Look, can you just tell me what the hell this is? Don't tell her anything! Uh, short answer? No. (laughs) How we all relate it? We're not. Well, we are, by nature. Um, she's referring to nurture. Just give us the briefcase that you got from the German. I'm not giving you shit till you give me some answers. You don't rate answers. Allison, fine. She wants in. We're clones. We're someone's experiment and they're killing us off. Is that helpful? Hmm? Now, this one's a bit of an odd one in that um, it's, it's, I don't know, if, if, have you seen this, Ian? I haven't. I know it's BBC America, isn't it? Or it's been shown in the US and BBC America. Is that? Uh, I think it's like a Canadian. Yeah, it's like a Canadian thing. Um, And yeah, so it was on BBC America first and then it's come out. It's kind of BBC, but it's not British, really. Um, She's Canadian. Uh, There's some other British actors in it, I think. But uh, yeah, her the guy who plays her foster brother. But anyway, yeah, the setup of this is basically she's a bit of a grifter and she's um, she's at a train station and she sees someone exactly like her basically jump onto the train tracks. Um, and it sort of then turns into this story of like there she's a clone or she's there are clones of her. And uh, there's a second season. I think the second season's aired. I haven't watched any of it. Uh, for reasons I'm about to go into now, um, mm. <laughs> I think it's a I think bit the, shit. Well, yes, it is a bit shit. It's definitely uh, in the kind of trash TV end of the market, in my opinion. But yeah. I think uh, Tatiana Maslany, who plays the main character or the main characters, uh, does a really uh, a really good job. I think of playing like about ten different people. Uh, quite often in the same scene. Um, so obviously there's some special effects work going on there. But, um, you know, she she kind of has to go through like every possible range of character you can think of. And 
there's a few twists and turns. I think the real thing that lets this show down is just all the people she's surrounded by that aren't her, basically. <laughs> um, she's got like, she's pl- basically, she ends up sort of uh, playing, pretending to be a cop, and the cop's boyfriend is this kind of, I think his name's Dylan Bruce, the actor, but he's just like this chiseled fucking zero personality good looking dude and he's like <laughs> yeah just really just not entertaining um the guy who plays her brother felix is really irritating oh um, god so irritating really really irritating um and yeah it's kind of weird it's sort of like it's like a, a, a u.s show but it doesn't feel very american at all like you know, BBC America were one of, were one of the project, one of the production companies. Yeah, is is it is BBC America just? Is, it feels like a load of Brits went over to America and made a TV show. That would be BBC America then. I just assume that the B, BBC in America would be American, like it would have American people working for it. It's not like an embassy, is it? <laughs> I think it's an embassy of the bastion we hold so hold so dear to ourselves that is the BBC <laughs> except when they produce tat of course and then it's yeah yeah soon no. I'll be able to say no it's not mine I'm Scottish <laughs> <laughs> you're only Scottish yeah. in name aren't you Ian well when the war starts I know which side I'm going to be on <laughs> I'll go north of the border north of the wall north of the wall yes <laughs> <laughs> I'm only Scottish in name yeah yeah mostly so uh, yeah I'd say don't bother with uh, Orphan Black to be honest Uh, unless unless your expectations are fairly lowered Um, they're fairly low now (laughs) it's it's one of those ones that I I I can't really recommend we've Um, been kind in describing it okay (laughs) well I watched I watched I watched the I did get through the whole 10 episodes of the first season but it was mostly like with the smartphone out, uh, playing a bit of Candy Crush. <laughs> I'm going to say, mate, because like, you're always saying I've got too much TV to watch. How am I going to fit it all in? And but you fitted that one in. That's uh... I did have a, I I had a week off and I was feeling a little bit uh, wasteful with my time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like every other week of your life, you mean? <laughs> no, right now I'm on like a total sort of mission to get through like. Uh, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm nearly, I've nearly done House of Cards. I've just got this dilemma of whether I do uh, the second season of Orange is the New Black or just embrace the onslaught of TV that is about to happen in the next couple of weeks. Because we've got... Um, yeah, we can talk about that now. Why not? We've got, we're not going to talk about any other shows. No. Especially, why don't we talk about some shows we're looking forward to? The new season of Bob Walk Empire has just started uh the final season it's only eight episodes long which is fine um but i believe they're going to be making a time jump to like the 1930s or something with this one which is interesting um and then we've got sons of anarchy the final season of that starting very soon uh last night in fact actually the pilot of that has just started it was on tuesday yeah, so, but we haven't seen that yet. Um, Gotham starts soon, doesn't it? Right, let me let me see, let me see, let me see. So we've got... Uh, 
Yes, we've got Gotham soon. I don't really know about that one. It's got some very mixed reviews. Uh, Can you give it a look anyway? Going to give it a go. Got to give it a go. I'll watch watch the first three and then get frustrated and quit it, is what I'm thinking. I just watched it. I read an article the other day saying, like, about the new shows that are starting. And it said, if you like this show, you'll like this. And the first one was, if you like Smallville, you'll like Gotham. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. Although, to be fair, I did watch six seasons of Smallville before I decided I didn't like it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not exactly That's not it. a fan, really. Well, it was just, you know, it was just background music with whatever yeah. I was doing. It was just, yeah, it was just on. A bit like me with Supernatural. Yeah, but that's a good TV show. Though. It is quite good, yeah. Although I only got to season five and then I thought, or six. And there's been, what, 17 more seasons or something? Yeah, but se- seasons uh, seven through to 24... Uh, pretty much the same thing, just rehashed. So, That's, I'm glad I stopped then. I think I'll watch it at some point, but not yet. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to watch that show. I, what Supernatural? Too, yeah, there's too much. Jesus, you'd love it. You would love it. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. it is. Abs- it's for ah. you. Mate. Of all the TV shows there are, Supernatural is the one that is for you. <laughs> and I mean that in a, in the very best way. It's an. I have to TV watch show. all of the Shield first, and that's like six fucking seasons of that I'd probably if you if you have a choice probably do Supernatural because I think you'd enjoy I'd it. say Supernatural is kind of like X-Files meets Buffy the Vampire Slayer is that on Netflix no I don't think so it might be uh, but it's on Amazon Prime if you've got it I think it's uh, on one of them definitely I need to go and, um, well I saw today if I buy that new Fire phone I get like a year of Amazon Prime <laughs> <laughs> yeah Amazon Prime is about £90 a year or something yeah, I probably don't need to do that. And if you get loads of packages from Amazon, it works out cheaper than paying for the postage. Yeah, and you get free next day. Yeah. Uh, Sleepy Hollow. Over, over. Thanks, Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> S- Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Uh, did anyone bother with that? I watched all of season one for that. I didn't watch all of it. I watched of quite a bit of it. But yeah, um, it's one that we might go back to. Uh, my other half really likes it, so yeah, we might we might finish it off at some point, but I can't. What to watch the second season that's about to start? Yeah, so probably not then. Um, oh. Agents of Shield. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I'm I'm probably you know what I'm I'm probably gonna like. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna watch that. I'd rather boil my own testicle. Yeah. Testicles, sorry. <laughs> Pretty bad. Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine is coming back. Um, I'll probably watch that. Twenty minute fix of funny. That was very funny. The last season of that. Um, not fast. Not fast. Uh, Homeland. Season yep, four. Up for Homeland, definitely. Yeah, uh, might do. Yep. So fuck knows where they're going to go with that. Uh, I think we know where they're going to go. I think Boring. we all know where they're going to go with that. But it'll be more of the same, but without Brody. What's his name? I really like the last season. The captain from Band of Brothers. Who knows? Uh, Constant, um, Constantine starts on the 24th of October. I know we'll the, have done a couple of shows before then, but... And uh, the non-smoking Constantine. Is he not smoking? No, he's not allowed to smoke on a major network show. Can you not have an what e the advertisers think? <laughs> no, the advertisers wouldn't like anything to do with smoking whatsoever. He, also, he's, a... straight, he's straight instead of bisexual as he is in the comics. Really? Apparently. I didn't oh. know about that. Any more tamed down? Well done, NBC. Oh, God, what were they thinking? (laughs) 
Um, what else we got? The Flash. Uh, no, spawn of oh. Arrow. No, no. Don't do it. Saviour of no. the Universe. Uh, Walking Dead. Yes. Yeah. Season five. Yeah. yeah. This this is going to be the season where they step up their game and make it good again, like the first season. Okay. Is that based on the knowledge of the comics, or uh, no? This is just Sorry, based on novels. random guessing. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and my hope that it will become better again. Yeah. Okay. Well, as long as it's better than the last. Uh, well, if it does, it was because of your hope, John. I know. Thank you. Hope can win battles. I think they need. Yeah, they need this one to be a really good one because. It's just, oh God, it's just the show that should be so good. And it's so often, well, no, it, it, it can sometimes be that, but it's not consistent. Well, they confirmed it's a very dragged out sometimes. They confirmed a spin-off now, haven't they? That's definitely happening. Yeah, we're not sure where or what it is, though, really. It's going to be set somewhere else in America and somehow they need to make, they want it to have a different tone to this one. So I don't know how they're going to do that. Maybe it'll be like a, a comedy Type situation. <laughs> a sitcom. Yeah. It's The Walking Dead with. <laughs> I'm sure on there's somewhere on YouTube there's somebody who's done that who's done that as a like a seven eighties sitcom. Yeah, like the eighties Game of Thrones yeah. intro. Yeah. Yeah. I, heard, I heard something pretty dark about um, sitcoms the other day, which is that the majority of the people that you hear laughing in yeah. them are actually dead already because yeah. most of the canned laughter stuff. Um, the recordings yeah. are so old that. The guys that were laughing have since passed away. So you're listening. The laughing dead. Yeah, the laughing dead. <laughs> Maybe that's the way they could go with it. <laughs> that was a laughing zombie. Hollywood rights, mate. Off you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, another show is uh, a little bit off centre is Star Wars Rebels um, that's on my radar because this is an animated uh, show, but it's set in between episodes three and four, so it's got all the kind of old school uh, trappings like uh, Tie Fighters and Star Destroyers and um, stuff. Uh, and I've heard good things about the Clone Wars cartoons. I mean, they went on for like four seasons with that. Um, so that's some good Star Wars stuff, apparently, as opposed to some shit stuff. And this is all part of the new Disney canon as well. So this is all like, you know, characters from this could be turning up in the new movies, maybe even. So uh, that's something I would like to check out. And since the force is so strong these days with the the uh, new movies coming out, it's piqued my interest and I might give this a look. Yeah. Even though it's arguably for kids. I think you could probably get away with watching it, John, if you... Uh, yeah, probably. I can get away with a lot of things these days. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that's about it, really, as far as shows that I know about. I mean, there's a bazillion other shows. Uh, there's probably a bunch of new stuff that's probably going to be really an- annoyingly good. But I'm looking at this, and if I try to fit all of this in, I think in the mid-October I'll be watching 15 shows a week. So... That's fine. You'll have no time to better yourself with your life. Yeah. No, I won't have time to watch any challenging films that make me want to puke my guts out. 
And that's about all we have time for. This has been the Not Watching Podcast in partnership with notlistening.co.uk. You can get me on Twitter at Bobby Rocker, B-O-B-I-R-O-K-A. I'm at EboGB, E-B-O-W-G-B. And I'm at Wobbly John, with no H. And you've been handling the production tonight, I hope. Thanks, John. Good job. Thank you. Thanks, no, no worries. Well, you haven't heard it yet. It might still be shit. You can contact us on email at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. You can find the show notes for this show at www.notlistening.co.uk. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, please do give us a review. That's all for now. Until next time, see ya. I did watch all of the educating Yorkshire and Essex things over the weekend. Mm. They are really, really excellent viewing if, you, if you've ever had aspirations of being a teacher. Yeah, not well really. Done and stuff. I'm not. No. Uh, I teach them all the wrong things. Yeah. That's always the risk, isn't it? Yeah. Grapple twisted. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just life. Se recomienda las dosis de refuerzo de la vacuna contra el COVID-19 para ciertas personas. Para más información visita vaccinate.virginia.gov o llama al 877-829-4682. Mensaje del Departamento de Salud de Virginia.